something sexy. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. I'm your host, Cat Wonders, and this is episode 104. I have to tell you that I just recorded 25 minutes audio, but not video. And I just unboxed all of this stuff and you can't even see it. I probably will get my editor to release the beginning part of this. By the way, have you heard that? <laughs> Don't get it twisted. That ain't nothing besides just my one, my foot doing a thing, okay? Okay, so I can't tell you actually, I'm in a, like a cold sweat right now because I just realized that I really fucked up. And Miss, I was so excited too, unboxing all this stuff and now you can't see it. You can hear it. I might put it at the end of the video, like I said, so you can actually hear the beginning portion of this video so this will be an extra 20 minutes longer. Ugh. Essentially, what I did was, <laughs> talk I didn't really talk a lot about like why I've been gone or anything like that and which is no reason besides I just needed some time off uh, I just talked mostly about how I ordered some stuff from Cocktail Emporium <laughs> and I unboxed it all for you uh, let's just go over it I just finished rinsing all this stuff and towel polishing everything um, this is a little set that I got from Cocktail Emporium. This is a official cocktail set. There's more things you can get, but I thought this is a good basic kit for whatever kind of cocktails I want to make. Um, and so I'll just, I'll just tell you what I bought because now I can't go back. Um, so this kit has a shaker. I got a muddler here. I've got four of these little spouts, which are super, super awesome. Um, just for keeping things tidy. Um, I've got an official cocktail measure, which is no fun at all because you know me, I don't really like to measure. <laughs> I'm a free pour, free spirit. Oh, and also listen. Yes, that is quality in my mind. <laughs> um, I've got this cocktail spoon, um, little stir, stirrer. That's what spoons do. No, that's not true. But apparently there is some sort of um, meaning or use behind the swirl down the spoon. And I think I saw it on, I think it was Buzzfeed or something, but something about how you can pour things down it and it's supposed to get to the bottom of the glass. I don't know. I think I said, I think it's something like that, but not official. Um, and then I've got the strainer for pouring out the cocktail. You don't pour it out of the lid, but... Oh, my ice is melting so fast. Oh, my God. <laughs> Such a disaster. And then I got a strainer. Then I got tweezers or tongs or whatever you want to call them for sanitary picking outing of things. Picking this out, putting it in there, putting it in there. <laughs> I'm now I'm in a rush because my ice is melting and I need to make a cocktail. Whew. So this is episode 104. Sorry that this is like a whirlwind and weird because I screwed it up. Um... I ordered some shit. <laughs> what am I even doing? <laughs> no, you already know that. I've got some lime, sorry, orange wedges, slices, I should say, dehydrated. Uh, these are not really truly edible. They might lend some flavor, but they're more of a garnish than anything. And they look really lovely. Orange slices. They're dehydrated. They're not candied. 
um, or freeze-dried or anything so they're really like you can't actually eat them. And lime! And these all smell decadent. I also got this squeezy tube. I got this for keeping like a simple syrup on hand, but I'm going to be using monk fruit sugar, monk fruit sugar. So it's still sugar free. I got these cherries. I've never tasted anything like them. They're the best things I've ever had. And like I was saying before, if you listen to the audio later, I, if you have children in the house, hide these because they'll be gone. This flavor, I mean, of course it's so much sugar, but the flavor, I'm like salivating actually talking about it. Insane, the most decadent cherry I've ever tried in my life. All of these you can find on Cocktail Emporium. Not sponsored. Um, they have everything there. Everything cocktail related at any, like glasses and bitters. I got a little five pack of bitters here. Uh, spice cherry bitters, aromatic bitters, sassafras and shoregun bitters, orange bitters, chocolate bitters. So I can officially make a old fashioned, which I'm going to make today. Um, and then I've also got this rimmer. <laughs> I kind of always feel weird calling it a rimmer. It just sounds like not right. <laughs> but when I'm making a fancier cocktail or one that's like more of a fun cocktail, then at least I have this and I could dip and do it cleanly, <laughs> cleaner, <laughs> cleaner than I did before. Um, so anyway, that's what I got. And unfortunately, I didn't film the unboxing, but you got the general idea of what I got. So that's all that really matters. And today I'd like to use a lemon slice. I would like to use a cherry, even though it's not part of the recipe. <laughs> but this is my show and I can do what I want and you can't tell me what to do because you're not my dad. <laughs> and some bitters. Uh, and then I'm not going to use the orange. Actually, with the orange? No, lemon. I'm not going to use the orange or the lime. I'm not going to use this because I don't need to. Um, and also, dripping like crazy, I have a round ice cube. This also came from Cocktail Emporium. It's a little silicone vessel you can pour water in the top and then it freezes then you pop it open and you got a round ice cube so let's actually get a move on here because everything's melting Whew. you guys what am i doing today i'm back and i um basically just took some time off this summer because i had about a zillion different things going on and not saying that you guys don't we all have lots of things going on but there were like six different specific events that I was very involved in throughout July and August that I just honestly felt like my head was going to explode. And because there was so much travel involved, and I'm not trying to make excuses, I also understand that I'm allowed to take a break sometimes and it's the first real break that I've taken from YouTube or podcasting. And I know it sucks because I like, when I have people that I watch and I look forward to their videos, um, and they go away and like, what am I gonna do now? <laughs> what am I gonna do with my life? Like, not to say that, I mean, that sounds conceited that you would feel that way, but I'm sure some of you were a little bit bummed. And it's not because I was abandoning you, it's only because I just had to stay sane. And if I was working and making podcasts and stressed out, then it's just, everything suffers for it. So it's best to take a bit of a step away and come back fully rejuvenated and ready for action. I was saying before, <laughs> I've got a new neon sign coming. It's taken forever. It's not even custom. 
I didn't customize it. It's just big and beautiful and I can't wait. And I've also got a bar cart that is downstairs that I have to assemble where I'm gonna be kind of putting it in this area here. So I might be sitting more off center like this for the neon sign and then, but I'm not sure. We'll just have to see. I just might put it here and then have that there. <laughs> You're gonna have to wait and see and so will I. And uh, just to kind of showcase some of my stuff and have it a bit more like cozy vibes, you know, um, not just straight studio vibes and the plants can go. I mean, they'll still kind of be some floating in the background somewhere, but okay. So today I'm making a, an old fashioned. I'm using a shelter point single malt whiskey made in Vancouver Island, a Canadian whiskey. Can't go wrong. I have a confession to make, but I'll confess it after I show you what I have got. Got my whiskey glass. I've got my round ice cube. I've also got some ice cubes here to shake, shake, shake my heart away when I make this old fashioned. I've got a about a teaspoon of sugar, monk fruit sugar. And I'm gonna be using some, today I'm gonna to use some spiced cherry bitters because as I mentioned, I'm gonna be using the cherry in my cocktail because this is not an old fashioned, this is a middle-aged fashion. <laughs> Meaning I made a classic old fashioned last night because I was excited about this stuff. That's why if you, if I would have recorded the first part of this video, um, I tried my lime wedge and I wanted to fill these cubes for today. And so I was like, I'm gonna to try to make one of these because I've never actually officially had an old fashioned. To me in my mind, it sounds spicy and sexy and kind of like, I don't know, it gives off like this vibe. You know, it's, a, it's like, that's what I think when I hear the name old fashioned when it comes to cocktails. And it just looks so warm and like classy and I made it and I didn't like it at all. I hated it. And I thought, well, is it just the whiskey? What did I do? And I followed the recipe exactly, but I just didn't like it. So I'm gonna twist it up a bit because I wanna enjoy this as I talk to you and we can enjoy this cocktail together. So grab your mixers, everyone. <laughs> Let's make a cocktail. So I'm going to be using, oops. I also have this mat down here and uh, I'm gonna be using this to absorb some of the sound and the liquids that I'm dropping everywhere. So I'm gonna put the ice in first without the water. Actually, no, that's, it's okay if the water's in there because this recipe calls for a couple splashes of water. So I've got the ice in there. Now it called for one and a half ounces of the whiskey but I'm going to do two because I just want to test out. I want to make sure this works. That's all. Oh, wait, I almost forgot. I've got one of these. <laughs> Does it look more pretty? Okay, here we go. That is a lot easier. I will admit. Two ounces of whiskey in. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> um, I need, I've got the water. Oh yeah, I've got to add the sugar. And I want to do two splashes. Oh, I already took it out. Here. Where did I put it? Here. Of the spiced cherry bitters. Now, last night when I made it, I used 
this the aromatic bitters but it requires they're called um Agast angostura bitters Ooh, it smells like cherry coke or cherry pepsi one two <laughs> i can count Somebody just pulled up. Please let it be my package. It's, it's like my, the one thing I'm waiting for in the middle of my podcast. Okay, so that is kind of the classic minus the cherry bitters mixture for a classic old fashioned. Um, but now I'm gonna change it up a little bit by adding one of these delicious cherries. Actually, I need to add it after. It's more of a garnish, but the flavor, I just can't, I can't wait to dive into that. It's so good. Um, and a bit of Pepsi, which I'm also going to add after <laughs> I got some Diet Pepsi. I just need to make it more of like a whiskey and Coke flavor because without it, I'm going to try it without it first and see what I think, but I don't see how different it's going to be from yesterday. All right. Oh yeah. Did I mention that yesterday I made an old fashioned? And I hated it. <laughs> okay, let's give it a shot. Okay, look. I've got my cube. <laughs> it's in. <laughs> now. You have to hit it and hit it again. Hit it again. Oh no. I'm not good at this. Be more aggressive. Okay, I got it. Woo! Now, what should I use? Should I use this one? <laughs> Pop it in there and pour her out. Oh my God, it worked. Probably could have used a little bit more water in there or a little bit more whiskey. <laughs> One or the other. Um, Cause I have to wash all this. I'm gonna put this over here. Sorry. Okay, so now I can accessorize. I can grab, oh, almost. Can grab one of my lemons. Let's grab a pretty one. And I'm going to just drop it in there. Oh, my hand is shaking. I think because I was squeezing. That's why. I'm normally not a shaky gal. And then I'm going to put in one of these. And then we're going to taste it and see if it needs something else. Last time I had to... Oh. <gasps> I can't have two. That would be insane. Ooh, la, la. Already this jar of cherries is so sticky. Oh my goodness, you guys. Okay, so it should be more full. I might have to add Pepsi. <laughs> Just to fill it up. It bothers me that it's not full. But you guys, what do you think? May, might look prettier if it was more full because then everything would be more balanced, but okay, let's give it a shot. 
that is way better. I don't friggin' know why. It might have been the bitters that I used. Aromatic bitters. That's the only difference. And I added the cherry in there. Okay, you guys. This I can sip. I don't need to add anything else. <laughs> just making a disaster. This tray is so helpful. All the liquid has just gone in there. And it's staying in there. Woohoo! Um, okay, is this distracting to you? Let me just move it over here. So, like I said, eventually this is going to go on my little cocktail bar, whatever it's called. The tray. There, there was I the cart. The bar cart. <laughs> All right. Oh my goodness. Okay, so whew, so happy to be back. I've been thinking about podcasting the entire time that I haven't been podcasting. But it was, like I said, it was necessary for me to take some time off. I had so many different things going on. <laughs> and like I said, it just was nice for me to step away for a little bit. But now I'm back every Friday, hopefully, if I can uh, get my shit together. Sometimes there's lots of factors though that come into it. Like sometimes it's me, sometimes it's my editor. Like it just depends on the schedule. But I have to tell you about my July and my August, and I hope that you're ready because it was a whirlwind. No, it's it was very um, relaxing, not stressful. That's not true. It was a bit stressful, but you know, there are certain things that I really, really enjoyed that were also very stressful, but like worth it, such as my sister's wedding and planning all of these things. So my sister, my beautiful sister got married to the love of her life on August 5th. And um, before that, she had her bridal shower, which I was head of planning so I was the main planner and but her friends I delegated some things for them to do and it wound up wor working out beautifully and it was a lovely gathering and I rented some things and like I got like this bubbly bar for her where it was like a wall of champagne glasses and then you could grab one off the wall and, and it was super cute anyway and a little lemonade stand in the backyard which was not really used <laughs> because it was so hot um just some other little fun accessories and it was just wonderful. And then the wet, oh no, sorry. Then the bachelorette party. So we went to Vegas. Now I've been to Vegas once before, but I was there with uh, my parents and it was, it was cool, but there was no like real partying or like getting that side of Vegas. And I was a bit nervous because the girls that I was going with for this bachelorette, I didn't know super well. And I was like, I'm like, I hope there's no drama between girls. And also I hope they're not super crazy where they're going to be disappearing and we're not going to know where they went and have like a hangover situation. The movie. <laughs> there's definitely hangover situations, but not like the movie. And we stayed at the Mandalay Bay and uh, we kind of all planned it. Like my sister wasn't surprised really by anything. We all planned it together, but she's a planner. She wanted to know what was going on. So she kind of like took part in planning as well, which was super helpful because the stress of trying to figure out what somebody wants and then find out that there's not, you know, even though she's not picky, like if she would take part in whatever the heck we did. But um so State of the Mandalay Bay, really love that resort. And I chose it because, I shouldn't say I chose it, but we all agreed to, to go there, was because of the beach area. Massive wave pool, basic like sand beach. You can look it up. It is actually pretty wild. And uh, a ton of lay space. So like it's never too packed to find a spot. 
because some of these resorts, like the Flamingo, you have to put, you have to wait in line and pay to get in. Or is it was there an admission? But they anyway, they're checking everybody's IDs before you go in because it's adults only, in like certain certain pools. And then, but the family pool area is a lot smaller and it's like weird. And then you have to pay for cabanas or seats. And then the ones that aren't, you don't need to pay for are taken like at 1 a.m. the night before because the dads are going and putting towels down there. <laughs> so, so <clears throat> I wanted to avoid any type of like exclusion. Like when we're there, we want to be at the pool. We knew it was going to be really hot. Now, when I say really hot. And I've experienced some hot weather before down in the Mediterranean. I've been in the desert. I went to my cousin's bachelorette party in Arizona in July. I know heat. It was 47 degrees Celsius, which is 116 degrees Fahrenheit. Unsurvivable. But let me say this. The second day we decided to, we decided to go down to the pool. And uh, as soon as you walk out of the hotel... It's a wave of just almost your breath gets taken away from you. you. You're breathing in hot air, which feels really weird. And uh, it's not very humid, though. So the humidity is what saved us. It was low humidity. It's a desert. Because um, if it was humid, oh, my God, death, like instantly. <laughs> and we're Canadians, okay? So, like, we know hot heat, but not like you guys do in the States, um, to you Americans listening. Uh, but... Get out there and lots of lounge space because lots of people aren't out there because it's too hot. So we're like, okay, we put our towels down and we were kind of just like going in and out of the water, in and out of the water. But then I was like, there's a lazy river down there and I bought everybody matching pool floaties. My sister had a, a engagement ring floaty and everybody else had like palm tree floaties. And so, we, and we're all dressed in matching swimsuits, by the way. And so we go to the lazy river, best thing ever. There's like a waterfall, like two waterfalls and like obstacles. And then <laughs> we were laughing so hard because we were linked. There were six of us all together, which is also a really nice size for a bachelorette party. There were six of us linked together. And uh, we, <laughs> there would be like children coming and swimming in between us. They would disappear underneath our tubes. And we were like, oh, crap, like there goes another one. Like they were too little to like, I mean, they, they could probably touch the bottom, but they just kept disappearing. And I was like, where are these kids' parents? Like they're literally bobbing, like going down. And like I'd feel one like trying to bump up and like trying to get out and like underneath my butt. So I'm like flipping off my tube so the kid doesn't drown. Just chaos. And the waterfalls, the water's coming down so hard that it's like neck breaking. <laughs> So the first few rounds, we were like just enjoying ourselves and avoiding the waterfall and kind of dipping in and out, dipping in and out. And then after the like the 16th lap around the, <laughs> the lazy river, we're like, fuck it. We just like we're getting totally soaked. Our hair and makeup messed. But we were planning on showering later anyway, so it wasn't a huge deal. But uh, we had so much fun. My camera overheated. So there's lots of things going on here trying to stop me from Filming this prod podcast, this I said podcast and broadcast at the same time. This podcast properly. I'm still doing it though. Nothing can take me down. <laughs> the power goes out. Think I need to get a new camera though because I ke it keeps overheating too soon for no reason. It's not even that hot in here. So I'm like, no. Um, but where was I? I was talking about they were checking our bags to go into the pool area just to check obviously for like the typical stuff any weapons and things like that 
But for sure, I thought they would take our alcohol. They didn't. We had like white claws and in our bag because we thought, well, we'll just try. And if if not, we'll just take someone. We'll just take us take it back to the room. We weren't super far away. So then <laughs> she opens the bag, moving the drinks around to look at. No, yeah, go ahead. And we're like, holy crap, this is amazing because. Place, certain places in Vegas especially, they will not let you take your alcohol in there because they want you to purchase the $25 water that they're selling. <laughs> um, or just obviously drinks are so expensive there. Like it might be cheap to fly there, cheap to stay. But everything else is through the freaking roof. I keep hearing people pull up to my goddamn house. Anyway, <laughs> so Mandalay Bay was amazing. So anyway, that pool day was... Uh, and we spent hours. And it was like that specific time it probably was 47 at the peak and then went down to like 45 but like as if we spend that much time outside drink lots of water it's my advice make sure you're drinking like at least a glass of water in between each drink so i did not sip my drink because i wanted to drink it with you guys but actually so i wouldn't say it's my favorite an old-fashioned not my favorite but for some reason, it must have been the bitters that made the difference for this drink because I did like three dashes. This is two. I'm an extra type gal. So I did two, three. And it might have been that that was the issue that made it so unbearable because I was like, Ugh, I couldn't even finish it. Couldn't even finish it. And that's not like me. I can pretty much handle anything. <laughs> like I sip gin. I could sip tequila. But not that. That was just not good. So anyway, it might have been good in the scheme of like, if I were to line up every old fashioned, it might have been on the upper scale for all I know, but I've never had one before. I can't gauge. I don't know what I'm talking about. Also, my sister had like a mini bachelorette party in Calgary before we went to Vegas. And I was like, is this a good idea? <laughs> I, I actually, we all went out for a really nice dinner. So I rented a party bus for everyone. And that was super fun. Then we went for dinner. But before that, we all got ready together. It was super fun. Um, and we went for dinner, really nice dinner. And then after that, everybody was going out to Cowboys to the bar. And I was like, I'm just going to go back to the hotel. <laughs> because in my mind, like, I just was worried that, like, I wanted to be able to have fun in Vegas. I didn't want to be flying hungover. I didn't want anybody to miss their, the flight. So I was a little bit making sure that everybody would be getting home safe and kind of, I still stayed up late because everybody was out, but I just wasn't out drinking and partying. Um, and then, uh, but I still like fell asleep at like 1130 midnight and then everybody came home at two and I was like, is everybody back? Yeah. Okay. Good night. <laughs> because our flight the next day was not too early. It was like 3am and or, sorry, 3 p.m. And then we got it to Vegas at a decent time, went for dinner that night. And uh, Vegas is just wild. Like I could go on and on about it. Um, but there was no crazy incidences. Everybody was got along great. Everyone was a hoot. We all got along so well. And we all kind of vibed with each other with everything we wanted to do. First night, actually, we went to a neon pool party, which was held at the Mandalay Bay. So we lucked out. And I think it's called the Day Club. And... Um, it was neon themed, which was so cool because I've never really been to an outdoor club before. All outside, pool, people in the pool, people performing on the stage, acrobatics, like crazy neon stuff. And a couple of the girls had never been to Vegas. So they were like, holy cow. Like it is very, it's quite spectacular when you're not used to like the show and the lights and the effects and all this stuff. Like 
lasers and, you know, whatever else you can think of. Um, it's very entertaining, especially if you've never seen shit like that before. And uh, I hadn't even really seen stuff like that before. I'm like, I've party before, like in different countries or whatever. But Vegas is uh, something else. And I do find that everybody there is is pretty like in a pretty good mood. There's no like crazy people, even though you'd think that there would be like maybe some people just lost their shirts. So they might be a bit upset, but they probably wouldn't be out partying then. They'd be crying in their room. <laughs> no, actually, sometimes it's sad. Like Vegas can be a sad place too, where you see like really old people sitting there and they're probably retired and wealthy and whatever. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, he's just trying to make a bit of cash to pay for his dinner or make his rent or something, you know, because <laughs> gambling is like a huge problem for people. So yeah, it can be kind of a weird, weird place too, because it's like, so it's so hyped and so like high energy and everyone's having a grand old time and uh but there's also like the dark side of vegas too but anyway so we went to the that um the day club um oh yeah then the next morning we went to a 100 buffet 100 us dollars this was something my sister found i don't know months before we went she's like i'm just gonna book it anyway just in case and only three of us wound up going because the other three were like, that's too expensive. <laughs> we're not trillionaires. Sorry, we're not going to spend $100 US at a buffet. And I think that's like a, probably like close to $130 Canadian. But I was like, I'm a trillionaire. I'm <laughs> just joking. Um, I was like, the reason why it was so expensive too is because the buffet has like lobster and crab and truffle pasta and lamb and the craziest stuff all you can eat all you can freaking eat and that i mean it's a buffet so if you go really hungry you could eat your money's worth for sure however because we were at the day club the night before i was not feeling a hundred percent i was feeling okay like to the point where i can get up and do stuff i don't have like a major headache or anything but just kind of like half of my body i left back in the room and the rest just kind of flubbing floating around <laughs> that sounds weird but what I mean is I just had a slight hangover and my stomach felt like it was the size of a walnut so that was rude <laughs> I went to the buffet and it was everything that you could ever dream of and uh, so what I actually really enjoyed was mostly was the lamb <laughs> Yeah, I was eating baby animals and I loved it. No, I, I've had lamb before and my mom actually the odd time would make it with a, a, and she would serve it with a mint jelly. And so I was kind of expecting to see this mint jelly and he's like, oh, the au jus has mint in it. And it was like gravy. And so the, the lamb was like encrusted with something magical and it was so tender. Of course, it's a baby sheep goat yeah a goat right a baby goat no a baby sheep okay a lamb right a baby goat is a kid <laughs> anyway um so it was like kind of breaded in something and even though i'm gluten-free i didn't care i ate it anyway and the the sauce was like a salty sweet mint sauce oh so great then they had this um, lobster bisque. I, I've obviously had a lobster tail. 
And do you know some places where you go and you order lobster tail and it's overcooked, it's rubbery, it's not good. And most of the time when you're not eating seafood right on the coast, me being born and raised in like Lethbridge and Calgary area, never having had an actual really fresh lobster tail till I traveled outside the country. These lobster tails were tender. They were not super small either. And it doesn't matter because you put 10 in your plate and have like one this big, really, it would be equivalent to like a large lobster. Oh, so good. The lobster bisque was delicious. And actually the soup was what it was, was healing me. <laughs> I was drinking the soup. They also had this um, tomato something, tomato bisque. I don't know, tomato with something fancy, um, which was incredible. They had deviled eggs which some people call them stuffed eggs, but I call them deviled eggs, my favorite ever. This black cheddar. There was stuff there that I was like, I'll try a bit of this. And I'm not a buffet plate person where I'm like piling a huge, I like to make multiple trips. I put like three or four things on my plate, eat them, try them. It kind of looks like I finished my plate because there's such a small amount on it anyway. And then I just go get another plate and I just slowly make trips. So I can focus on like what I like and what I don't and then get more of what I like. So lobster bisque, I probably had like three servings. And then I had a couple pieces of lamb, but then I was kind of done. I was like, ooh, that was expensive. What did I do? And um, I also had a glass of Prosecco. Why the hell would I do that? <laughs> I was in Vegas. What else am I supposed to do? <laughs> but anyway, we had a great time. I have been having like phlegmy throat and it's been bothering me because I keep worrying I'm like am I getting sick but we've had so much smoke in our valley for so long <laughs> that now that it's cleared out and gone it's almost like now my lungs can finally start to clear themselves out so that's what's happening I think I'm hoping I'm hoping it's not a cold or a flu then okay so my lovely editor um who lives in the vicinity of Vegas hooked us up with uh, a table and bottle service at the chain for the chain smokers. The chain smokers have a residency in Vegas, I think. And um, they're performing at, I think it's the Wynn. No, where are they performing? Another resort anyway. And uh, I did, we didn't realize it was an inside outside resort or sorry, um, venue because it was so hot outside. And we're like, we need AC. Oh my God, we can't wait to get in. So get in. It's outside. <laughs> Oh my God. And I was wearing a long sleeve blue dress, like a sweater. It wasn't a sweater dress. It was like this kind of thickness material. And I was like, oh God. But I'm like, well, whatever. We're just going to go with it. Had a full bottle of Grey Goose and a half naked waitress who was super hot. <laughs> and, but the girls were thirsty. I was actually running behind. So I like came later. And so the girls were thirsty. So they ordered waters but the water bottles were these little fiji waters like the little not the big ones the short square ones and they were 20 us dollars each so when i showed up everybody was in a weird mood and i was like what's going on because there was good music there was a dj playing like chain smokers smokers were not up yet but you know it was good vibes they were like we just had to pay 20 dollars for water and before i walked up on the table I saw that there were cups and like a water fountain, like 15 feet over there. And I walked up with like two cups of water because I was dying of thirst too. And they just paid $20 for Fiji waters, four of them. And I was like, oh, dudes, I, I walk up with free water. 
from a water fountain, cold, you know. Oh, my God. And the shitty thing is, is, of course, the waitress that's serving you, it's her job to sell you as much as possible. Not only does it hike up her tips, but she's, who knows, it just hikes up her tips. Maybe that's all it is. Well, she could have been like, if you guys want waters, there's like the water fountains right there in cups. Like, And then, so then I would have, if I was there or in that situation, I would have been like, thank you so much. And I would have gave her double the tip for not charging us. You know what I mean? So it's, was just such a random thing. And so after everybody kind of cheered up, <laughs> from spending $20 on a mini Fiji water. The vibes changed. And literally, the chain smokers did not come on until like 1 a.m. <sighs> I was like, fuck. And I don't listen to the chain smokers really. Like, I guess I recognize a few of their songs, but it was just like something to do in a concert to see. Like when you're in Vegas, go see the shows, right? And it, it, they put on a show. But apparently the night before, the DJ Marshmallow just randomly showed up and like did a couple sets. And I, and I was like, Oh, just waiting for somebody random to show up. But anyway, it was such a fun night. And again, I went back earlier with a couple of the girls that were like, our feet are killing us and went back. And it was just a great night altogether. My sister is savage. Like she just was going hard the whole time. And I mean, of course, it's her bachelorette party. But I was like, holy shit, like the energy, <laughs> that $100 buffet just really just fueled her for the whole, whole freaking time. Because we were there for three nights. To be honest, I don't know if we, it, four nights would have worked. Like, there's a certain amount of time you can spend in Vegas. There is so much to do. But the exhaustion of just filling your days and at the heat, right? And just like you're eating too much, you're drinking too much, you're in the heat, you're walking in heels, you're sore, you are like, it's just, and you're being ripped off left and right. <laughs> it's kind of like a, such a whirlwind. So much fun, but like to do a week straight in Vegas, I would have to be staying probably. And, and Mandalay would probably be my top choice at this point for like places to stay. Unless there was like an adult only oasis of a place where it's relaxation, massages. And then when you wanted to go out, you just would go out for dinner or something. And because otherwise it's, it's just go, 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 go. You know, I don't think people go to Vegas to relax. Or do they? We also went to Top Golf, which was super fun. And I've done it in I've done it twice before. Uh once in Arizona and once in Texas. And uh the Vegas Top Golf takes the cake. Um drinks obviously were more expensive and the menu was expensive, but we had a lot of fun. And I learned actually after driving the ball so many times, what I've been doing wrong all these years, I actually don't golf, but I've been to like the driving range. I've played golf before. I used to work at a golf course. <laughs> Why they hired me, I don't know. But uh, I just learned if I just slightly like turn my driver in towards myself, like 20 degrees, I can hit it straight. Because every time I hit it, it goes off to the right, off to the right. So I was like, if I just do this and it was like going straight and it was like the simplest fix just so I let you know <laughs> I can drive a ball let me tell you I've got some pipes very strong I know it's not all about strength it's mostly technique but I can whack a ball trust me then the pole dancing class happened now this is where disaster struck 
I'm just joking. <laughs> it's nothing too crazy. Essentially, the bruising that happened to everybody after this class is wild. So my sister kind of naturally has a tendency to bruise more um, than the average person. Uh, maybe thinner skin, maybe iron level. I don't know. She doesn't really know either. But when we were kids, she would show bruise so quickly that it, I was always pissed because we get into fights. We would fight each other, hit each other equally as hard. Her skin would flare up and she'd have red marks and bruises almost instantly. And I'd have nothing. And, and then she'd go to mom and be like, look, oh, cat hit me again. And then I'm like, she hit me too. And then Sela's like, look. And then there'd be like something there, you know? And then I go like, yeah, well, she hit me. And I'd be like, there's nothing there. And I was like, mm, mm hmm okay, really? Yeah, must not have been that hard. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that a little tangent. Uh, so with an actual pole dancing class, we're not doing like, it's not what you think. So for me, if I do a little pole dance, I'm not doing acrobatics. I'm just hanging on, swinging around, having a good time. It's not difficult for me. The pole helps me get up and down, you know? <laughs> um, it's about flow. But this class specifically was about like leg holds. So one thing I learned too, which I didn't know, maybe you didn't know this either. When you're watching a stripper, which I've seen plenty of strippers in my day, and I've been up on stage, I've, I know, I didn't not realize that the poles rotate. I thought they were swinging around that pole. <laughs> I had no idea when they would like grab the pole and just like wrap their leg and start spinning around the pole. I thought they were spinning around the pole. And I never understood. I'm like, is it grease? Like, are they, what's going on? Is it baby powder? <laughs> How are they not sticking to the pole? It spins. So when we went to this class, there was eight different poles, all kind of um, zigzagged, offset. <laughs> and uh, our instructor was beautiful. I swear I was falling in love with her. She's like a little, anyway, just super gorgeous, but very hippie-ish, like very boho hippie, not like super Vegas girl, but so naturally beautiful and just very soft-spoken and very like articulate. I'm like, oh, anyway, so she was a great teacher. Uh, initially, when I grabbed my pole, my pole wasn't locked because there's actually a pin that you put into the bottom of the stripper pole that stops it from spinning. So some, when strippers go up, they can have it locked or they can pull the pin and it spins. So mine was the only one that was not locked. So I grabbed the pole and I'm like, holy shit, I'm, I'm ripping on this thing. Like, How does anybody do this? And then they're all standing there on their poles. And then, um, so I'm spinning around this thing. And then she's like, oh, you got to lock out your pole. And I had no idea. Like, I was like, I didn't realize. And I thought everybody else was, was like that. And I was the only one. <laughs> so tough. So anyway, we start the class. And she starts explaining kind of what exactly we're going to be doing. And so she starts demonstrating on her pole. And, of course, everything looks so magnificent and lovely and flowy. So then she's like, okay, well, you gotta, firstly, you got to take your leg and, um, you know, like the soft, sensitive part behind your knee, stick it on the pole and, and pinch your leg together. If you guys follow me or see me try on swimsuits or anything, you know, I have big ass calves. So I was like, I got this. I don't even have to try. I just have to like put my leg on it. And my cat calf's already grabbing that pole, you know? <laughs> so I wrap my leg around it. And then she's like, what you got to do with your other leg is now wrap it around the front of the pole and like. So 
I'm hanging on to the pole with the back of my leg. And as soon as I, my left foot comes off the ground, my right under the knee skin starts going into excruciating pain because it's ripping. So then everybody suddenly realizes that this is not going to be just like your average class. This is going to be hard. <laughs> not what we were expecting because I won't lie. We might've had a couple babies before this. So, which made it extra hilarious, but extra difficult. <laughs> so long story short, um, a couple of the girls, the teenier, tinier girls that were in our group kind of got it because they weren't battling gravity and weight <laughs> like some of us were because I'm not a size two. These other girls are like, this is so easy. And like, woo. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I don't think I can do that or this or I felt very unsexy. And, um, and, you know, like I not not because like there was anything wrong. It just takes it really gives you an appreciation for the talent and strength and technique that these strippers, they have. Because if you've seen a good stripper, you're like blown away and you don't even realize like the difficulty that some of those moves take are, how difficult they are. So anyway, crazy. Um, the next day, we were comparing bruises. We're all black and blue. <laughs> Even the little size two girls, they were black and blue too. And when I, well, like that's just how it is. So if ever you go to Vegas and you're like, I'm going to take a pole dancing class, just know what you're getting into. And maybe there are certain dancing, like pole dancing classes that are not acrobatic like that. They're more about sensuality and how to move your body and cock your hip to the left and the right and whatever. That would be probably, that's what I was expecting. Not to be battered and bruised. But... I'm glad I did it because now I know kind of what it takes. <laughs> Will I do it again? Probably not, but you never know. Okay, I'm gonna eat my cherry. The best, the best thing I might've ever eaten in my entire life. I don't know what, what they put in that. That is like crack, those cherries. But hey, at least I'm going to know that if I make a freaking Shirley Temple, it's going to be a damn good one. <laughs> I'm just putting maraschinos like in my coffee in the morning. Look what? It's just, you know. Okay, let's, we're almost done here. And my round ice cube held up pretty good. Yeah, I think, interesting. I don't, like I said, I don't love it, but maybe... You know, like I said, it was something else because this is not too bad, but I, I think it's worth making. I'd have to be in like a cigar club to, to drink this and like smoking a cigar <laughs> or something. Um, will I order one? Probably not. But anyway, I still haven't got covered a couple things from my time off. Obviously, um, I have yet to talk about my sister's wedding. Well, I'm going to just close out with some audio here because my camera overheated once again. I will be ordering a new one. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I apologize. My outro is not video, <laughs> um, but just make sure that you like this video. And if you're listening to this podcast, there is a video version on YouTube. 
go to Kitty Liquor Podcast on YouTube to check it out. And uh, these podcasts will also only be on my Kitty Liquor channel from now on. I'll do an announcement on YouTube um, so that you don't miss that detail. Um, so make sure you subscribe to my second channel there so that you don't miss my podcasts. And I just want to say a big thank you and thank you for your patience. Welcome back. And I am so excited for episode 105. And uh, I hope you have a great day. And don't forget, this is the Kitty Liquor Podcast. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Bye. everybody welcome back to kitty liquor that's l-i-q-u-o-r don't get it twisted i'm your host your host cat wanders and this is episode 104 <laughs> so yes i've been gone I've been far, far away. No, that's not true. I took some time off and this summer was a whirlwind. Um, lots of different things happened and we're going to get into it. Um, but to be honest, it's the first time really I've taken an actual official break from YouTube or podcasting. Um, that's been more than like a week or two. So it was lovely. I did miss it a lot, but every time I kind of would th think about I could, but I, it'd be kind of half-assed. I don't want to half-ass things. So I made a goal to have my podcast back on track on the 15th and start putting out obviously more YouTube videos because now that I'm home and staying home for a little while anyway, um, I'm going to have the time. So, oh my goodness, it's been so long. The entire summer, July, August, and half of September. And... Yes. So let's just get into it. I have a couple new things here. I have more new things that I'm kind of incorporating. Um, I've got a brand new neon sign that I'm going to be putting behind me. It's going to be a surprise, but I need to figure out because it's kind of this big. <laughs> I don't want to be like in front of it the whole time. I almost want to be slightly offset and have it more here. Or something. I don't know. I've also got an adorable bar cart and it's downstairs. I have to assemble it. Um, but until my sign is up and I can kind of rearrange things a little bit, um, then I'm going to, then I'll bring it up. But I also have something else exciting down here in a box that I haven't opened. I've opened a couple things, but not everything. So I'm super excited about that. Um, and of course, these are kind of things that will be uh, moving into my new podcast filming studio, which is so exciting. Uh, it's slowly but surely happening. Again, I live in a very small town and laborers are few. <laughs> it's really hard to get anybody to do anything, especially the ones that are committed to like bigger jobs and stuff. But oh my gosh, it feels so good to be sitting back here at this desk. I also have this. It's like a drink thing and hopefully it will avoid any knocking on the table because I still have to get it separate mic stand for my microphone because every time I put something down on the table it does this but I've got this now and I think it's gonna work better and it will also absorb some spills I also forgot a napkin again so I hope this doesn't go poorly um, I'm gonna have to go downstairs anyway too because I have to wash some of the stuff I'm gonna open but I want to open it on camera with you before we get into concocktails I'm gonna do my best to describe to you what I'm opening, what I purchased, all that fun stuff, just so that those who are listening and not watching can um, 
enjoy in the fun too. So let's get into it. There is a place called Cocktail Import. I don't think my address is on there. Called Cocktail Emporium. Where's the logo? Oh, whatever. I'll show you later. I'm just really afraid that I actually showed my dress at some point. So I got a box of stuff here from Cocktail Emporium. And it was strange because I swore that there was one in Calgary, but I must have seen it in like Toronto um, or somewhere. I can't remember where. Maybe one in Montreal, but essentially it looked kind of like a cool retro logo called Cocktail Emporium. And I was like, what's in there? And I went online and it's an, a website that has everything cocktail, like from glasses to mixers, to bitters, to accessories, to different cherries and like anything you can ever imagine, they have it there. There's probably nothing that they don't have. Even really strange random named bitters that I don't, I don't even know what bitters are, but I still order some. <laughs> So because this is a cocktail making um, podcast, well, part of it is anyway, it is kitty liquor. I figured that I better have some appropriate cocktail mixing accessories, right? No more of this single shaker, no proper spoon or no actual rimming cup. <laughs> so you don't even know the names of these things. Um, so I ordered some stuff because I'm, I will have my bar cart here, I think maybe. I'm thinking neon sign here, bar cart here where you're going to see it. And then I'm going to have my specialty cocktails and not cocktails, but like alcohols and different fun stuff. So it'll be a little bit more full. But I mean, these plants have been here forever. So like we can move them around and shift them around. And like I said, it's going to be a totally different setup when I'm finally in my studio. But for now, we're just going to keep having fun and keep expanding and switching things up. Okay. I'm going to pull out what I've already opened. So I'll point this out. I ordered round spherical ice cube makers. So these are basically, um, good thing I have my tray, <laughs> um, kind of silicone round things that you fill in the top. There's a hole. And then when you're ready to take the ice cube out, you just pop open the top and you have your round ice cube. So I better use that freaking thing soon. <laughs> it's melting away. Um, so I ordered two of those. So you'll see why specifically when I bring out what I'm going to make today, because anyway, I'll get into that. So there's those. I ordered a little package of Woodford Reserve bitters. I have some spiced cherry bitters, some aromatic bitters, sassafras and sorghum bitter bitters orange bitters and chocolate bitters. So I looked it up. I was like, what are bitters? Like, what are we, what are we doing here? <laughs> what does this do? And, um, essentially it's just like a little flavor, but it can sometimes make or break a cocktail from what I've read. I'm not a hardcore mixologist. Um, I'm just known to throw some like gin in a fresca and I'm happy, <laughs> but I'd like to learn a little bit more about cocktail making and, uh, Maybe follow some more recipes. I will put a twist on this one. But anyway, like I said, I'm getting distracted. Let's just keep rolling with what I ordered from Cocktail Emporium. Not sponsored, by the way. Um, the other thing that I opened is this. Look at how beautiful. These are dried limes. And it smells like key lime pie. It's almost like a vanilla. I don't think these are candy. These are literally just dehydrated. 
They are ingredients lime. So they're just dehydrated limes and they're beautiful. Um, and the other thing I opened, oh yes, this, I didn't have to open it, but cocktail rimmer. So that means I can make my glasses fancy or the rims anyway. Um, okay. Now we're getting into what I haven't ordered or opened. Duh. This is the logo cocktail emporium with this little recipe card in there. And okay. So this is a heavy one and I'm excited about these. Look at this. Can you guess what it is? This is a jar of Amaris, Amarena Fabiri Pitted Amarena Wild Cherries and Syrup. These are like maraschino cherries, but they're not maraschino. They're, I can't pronounce that. They're gluten-free. They're apparently extremely delicious. And I want to see what they look like. Don't you? Oh my God, this is, you're going to hate me. Oh, it worked. smells like Christmas. I don't know why. It smells like Christmas. Why do, why does the smell remind me of Christmas? Okay. This is what it looks like on the inside without pouring it out. Just black syrup with a cherry inside. Should we try one? I'm going to use this in my cocktail, but what am I supposed to do? Not try a cherry? Oh my gosh, these look beautiful. I guess I just gotta hope that I get one. I got one. Whoa, that is some thick syrup. Let's try. Okay. That is such a delicious thing. I don't even think I can put it into words. It's not like your typical maraschino cherry. It is so rich. <gasps> oh, if you have kids in your house, don't let them get their hands on this because they will all be gone. It's like candy. It's like the <sighs> incredibly delicious. And I think I have to keep this refrigerated. Maybe not. Maybe they just get better with age. Sticky, sticky, sticky. <laughs> it's my jar, okay. Actually, it's probably not very good because I don't know who had their hands on this before. All right. Next thing. Oh, this. This is not very exciting, but this is where I'm going to be keeping my simple syrup. So I always just have it there. Pre-mixing it, I'm going to be making it with um, monk fruit sugar rather than regular sugar just because... healthier, less bad for you. Um, now this, 
is the piece de resistance. Is that how you say it? <laughs> um, let me just see if there's anything else on the bottom. I guess it must still be expecting a couple things because I also, unless they're in here. <gasps> they're in here. Wait. Yes. All confused. Dehydrated orange slices. Okay, let's smell these. Mm-hmm. Again, it has like an, a bit of a hint of a vanilla, like a vanilla orange. They smell delicious. These are, by the way, not candied or freeze-dried or anything, so you can't actually eat them. They're just total, they'll lend some flavor, but they're, they're just more of a garnish than anything. And then lemon slices. They also had grapefruit and pineapple. Ooh, very lemony and very, very lovely. And I like that you can kind of stack them like this where you can't see the label and you can kind of just keep it on your shelf all pretty. Um, now, I ordered a kit with a stand of a bunch of different accessories for cocktail making. Now, here we have, I'm gonna have to go through this. This is the stand. Now I got a discount on this because apparently, can you even hear me over all this packaging? Hold on. I got a discount because apparently the spoon doesn't quite balance on it so they discounted it by like $50 so I saved like 50 bucks and it wasn't me seeking the discount they just did automatically on the website so as you can see there's some different spots for different things so let's start with what's out already these these are little spouty spouts can you see kind of a little bit um for putting on top of whatever you decide to pour, which I'm gonna use, I'm excited. I'm gonna have to go rinse all this stuff though beforehand, but I just thought that I would open this with you on camera rather than open it before and not have a genuine reaction. And I'm very excited. Oh yeah, by the way, everything that I ordered is gold. Are you surprised? <laughs> I'm more of a retro gold 70s kind of this is a swizzle spoon. Now, what I learned about this actually, see this design of this, this, <laughs> this swirly swirl? You can actually use this to pour ingredients into your cocktail and it will go like down to the bottom of the glass. I might have made that up. I think that that's something similar to what it actually is. So, again, I don't know where all this goes yet, but I'll just set that down for now. This I'm so excited about. Now, I maybe I won't talk as I'm unwrapping. For a second, I thought they sent me the wrong one, <laughs> but I'm wrong. It's wrapped in tissue paper. <gasps> Look at all these things. I don't even know what to do with them. Oh my God. An actual, can you tell what this is? 
Okay, here's the lid. That is the top. Or is it the bottom? No, it's not. And here is the bottom. So for those of you listening, I'm really not doing a good example of, or a good job of explaining. This is a cocktail shaker. And there's a name for this type of shaker, but look at how beautiful it is. I'm gonna have to watch the fingerprints. Look at that in the stand. Um, okay, now we're gonna get into some fun stuff. I mean, not that this isn't fun stuff, but. Um, and for those of you listening, this is all like a shiny gold. Very casino, you know, 19, whenever the hell it was filmed. I don't know what this is called, but it's a measurer. So this is a one ounce and two ounce measure. So I think 20 mil, one ounce, two ounce. So just gonna make it really easy. <laughs> is that good quality? Is that what that means? I think this can go here. <laughs> I'm just worried you can't see. I'm filling it up. Then I've got this little strainer. And to be honest, I saw this was part of the set and I was like, I can actually use this in my kitchen a lot. <laughs> I'm always looking for a little tiny strainer. Um, looks like there's a slot right here. Oh, exciting. It's going to be so pretty on my little shelf. Then this is what I've needed also for a long time. It's a strainer for the actual cocktail thingy, right? How do you do it like this? Okay, so it kind of sits in there, I guess, like that. So when you're pouring out your cocktail, you're catching everything in here and then you can just set it away like this, kind of. Um, this one looks like it goes right here. Okay. Then, sorry. Then we have this butt plug. Now, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> it's a muddler. So I can, if you're putting basically, um, if you're making a mojito, for example, you could put, um, mint leaves at the bottom of your shaker, muddle it up, basically crunch it up so that you get more flavor out of whatever you're trying to make. So this is awesome. It's got little spikes on the end. Can you see? That clearly goes there. And then this is the last guy here. And I think that the last slot that I see is for the spoon, which doesn't quite. So this is just a sanitary way to pick up your little lime wedge or whatever the hell you have and plop it into your cocktail. So I believe that that goes there. So the only thing that doesn't have a spot yet is this. And I think they were saying that this doesn't really balance in here properly, it kind of falls out. And this is why it's discounted. But to be honest, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Do I need it to be balanced? I mean, I could actually probably fix it because I see what the issue is. And 
to be honest, I probably could just leave it like that. So here's my set. Isn't it beautiful? And I am very excited to use it, but I'm gonna go and give a couple of these things a rinse and ruin the beautiful patina. Is that, the, is that a word? Is that the right word? Like when something's super shiny? Like the patina? Why? It sounds really wrong. I don't know. Also, those little uh, tweezer thingies would be great for picking out a cherry out of the jar instead of trying to stab it. <laughs> so uh, for now, I'm gonna, like I said, I'm gonna go rinse this and then I'll be back. <laughs> 